Welcome to Coach, the professional coaching podcast. Conversations to explore what coaching is really all about, what it takes to be a great coach, and why coach training really does make the difference. Discover how coaching can help you in all areas of your life and business in a fast-paced and demanding world. So join us here to share conversations and insights with some of the best coaches from around the globe. Real coaches, real talk. So let's get started with me, your host, Teresa Brooks. Good morning, everyone. So today I am really excited to have with me Lenka Lutonska and Lenka featured in the July issue of Coach Magazine and Lenka is a business and mindset strategist, a certified NLP trainer, author of Energetic Selling and Marketing and the creator of the Extraordinary Growth Academy and she's here with me today on the Coach Podcast and the reason I'm really excited about speaking to Lenka is that she really is a woman after my own heart so she loves sales, she loves communication, she loves NLP and she's combined all of these things beautifully into her work and into her programs so you know we often find that women are very scared about sales and marketing and they believe it's like the one thing that that they can possibly ever do well. And so, you know, her sharing that passion that I do about helping women to do that. And you've done it so well, Enka, that I'm really excited to speak to you. So welcome to the show today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited. It's, it's great to be able to talk like this because when you read an article, you know, you read it from your, your own lens, your own perception, and it's, it's wonderful to speak to the coaches and really dig in and find out, you know, hear you and feel more about it. And our listeners enjoy that. So thanks for your time. And First of all, you know, what I really enjoyed about your feature was your story. Now, of course, we all have a story. Yeah, we all have a backstory. Um, And when we share this, I think it really helps our clients to resonate with us. In fact, anyone, you know, it's real communication piece, isn't it? When we share, people go, oh, I love it when they say, Lenka, oh, I never knew that. And you're like, how would you know that? (laughs) Um, Because I never told you. And, you know, yours is particularly interesting because, you know, if you don't mind the phrase, it almost sounds a little bit rags to riches. (laughs) Well, over a long period of time. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what's really important about that? And why I love what you do is that because you've just said that over a long period of time, Mm -hmm. because there's so much out there now, isn't there, in the online space, suggesting that people can do this quickly and that yes. if you just do this ABC really easy peasy there you go six figures seven figures max 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 but actually it takes there's, there's years of foundational building before you get to, to that and everything's building blocks people don't just land and then mm. oof, become successful and if but, they do I, I wonder how long-lasting it is well I do believe in such a thing as quantum shifts so creating a, lots of growth in a short time but I don't believe in overnight success if we even you might have heard of many people who grew a million two million business in within a first year but it's almost hundred percent of the time they lose it as quickly because we're not used to used to uh, uh, holding that level of success and money and responsibilities at the same time. So we've got to grow with our business. In other words, our business can never overgrow ourselves and our mind. And that is where you cannot replace lived experience. So I, like you said, I wouldn't buy into those overnight success Mm. stories. And what's really interesting there is where you, 
allude to the part where we need to grow as a person, as a businesswoman, mm -hmm. businessman, whatever we are, we need to grow as people. And each time we do that, that bit more growth, and that bit more shifting, there has to be change within us as well, because the, the overnight success is, of course, all about the money. It's like, oh, the money's great. But then you do hear these people still really unhappy, people yes. waste it, people lose it, they don't know how to invest it, and certainly don't know how to make any, any kind of organic growth. So it's all just lots of money flung at lots of money and huge losses and a bit of a roller coaster, really. Um, That's right. That's so I think especially women don't like to work like that. Um, it, it, you know, cause you work with women, I work with women and they're a different beast to the yes. man. So that's where all the energy part comes in as, as well. And men use their energy in different ways. But I think I would certainly be uncomfortable with that kind of success. And indeed we talk about women almost having a fear of success as well. So all that, all that push. So let's talk about when you didn't have the success. Let's rewind, shall we, to the beginning when your father wanted you to do something different and you thought, no, I don't want to do that. Tell me about that, Lenka. That's right. Well, it was still in my teenage years when I was 18, 19, uh, when I was supposed to study university in banking and finance, because that's what my father chose for me. And there was no arguing with him, of course. I wouldn't dare. Um, <laughs> but I, I knew that, that I would never be able to be happy and fulfilled in that career. I was keenly interested in psychology and how people work and simply with working with people. So uh, I made a run. <laughs> you made a run. And where did you run from? Just let everyone know. Where were Slovakia. you? Slovakia. Slovakia. Right. So the year I was supposed to start university, I had opportunity to become an au pair, <laughs> which I, well, I did. And I lasted a whole three weeks, bless the family. I was absolutely <laughs> terrible. And uh, after three weeks, I found myself pretty much on, a, on the street. This is in the UK, right? So you're over In here the UK, now. over here in London. Uh, so I had very humble beginnings. I started to work in McDonald's. I think mm -hmm. they felt sorry for, my, for me. So, I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have much going on. My English was very weak. I didn't have any experience, but I was happy to work. And you did well there, didn't you? I did. Uh, mm. I did very well. Yes. Um, I grew rapidly, if you like, through their ranks. And I actually loved the company. I loved the whole experience. The, the training system is absolutely fantastic. And uh, from my point of view and experience of working with them for six years was that as long as you're willing to work and are intelligent enough, <laughs> so, yes. you know, you can really grow and uh, work on your leadership uh, capabilities and uh, management capabilities. So it gave me a lot. Mm. So that uh, when I was working, uh, while I was working for McDonald's, of course, I knew why I came here um, to England and that was to really, I will tell you how I thought about it, to change the world. That was my naive idea. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm going to change the world and London. And what did you want to change it from? That's to? right. Yeah. <laughs> what did you want to do? Had mm. no idea. No idea. I when I was 15, uh, I had experience of uh, mentoring troubled kids. Now, I was a little bit of troubled kid myself. I wasn't, mm. didn't have it easy. Uh, my father was very strict, so there was a ton of physical abuse, and um, I was struggled with confidence myself. Right. But okay. somehow mm -hmm. I ended up uh, having an opportunity to work with troubled kids 
through mentoring, through stories, through art. And I cannot tell you how it fulfilled me. That sounds amazing. Oh, mm. yes. So seeing the change, seeing these kids suddenly starting to think in big and taking responsibility for their lives. And of course, as I was helping them, I was helping, helping yourself. Mm. So uh, changing the world to me didn't mean anything um, going to the moon and discovering a new planet. It meant to do it through people, working with people and creating the change. I just didn't know exactly how. That's so, so interesting. So, you know, what's lovely about that is that, you know, when we volunteer to do things in our lives or we get opportunity, we're normally thinking about ourselves first and think, oh, I would like to give, I would like to do this. And when you got involved with those children and in some ways, like you, you shared that experience, you resonated maybe with some of what they were going through, yes. but then you were able to help them. And of course, when you help people and you see the change in them, it's really quite spectacular isn't it because you I don't know about you but sometimes I step back from a client I see a change I think I can't believe that it's like wow and you feel really proud happy for them but then you realize what effect you you can have and you can start to step into that a little bit more so yeah you came with that energy of like I know I can have impact I guess you know make an impact and a difference to others so with that burning inside of you what did you do next well, I got into studying human mind. So I studied uh, counseling and psychotherapy and hypnotherapy. Uh, I um, didn't finish it because I thought I'm, I'm studying a university degree and I wasn't. So after year two, I finished. Okay. Uh, that was my, you know, if you like the formal study. Uh, but at this point, I thought I'm not going to start another quote unquote university course mm. that's another many years I want to dive in I yes. want to work with people so I'll be honest with you I was looking for a quick fix as okay. in yeah. what can I learn now because I have got some skill of course you know there's a lot I learned already but I need a paper <laughs> mm. piece of paper that will help me to establish myself as I don't know the council yeah. yeah, move forward and that is actually how I came across NLP because how hey, did you that, how did you bump into NLP it's someone recommended it, it from the um, uh, from my course somebody recommended look into NLP okay so I did look at look at it and it sound sounded great and but what I liked most about it at the time was hey they're gonna give you a certificate in seven days <laughs> <laughs> of course it wasn't seven days there was a lot of yeah, study, mm. but the attending the seven day long train long training afterwards i would get some sort of certificate i could get insurance and essentially starting to work with people in professional capacity it's interesting that you say that because as you know, I founded Coach and everything that it stands for to support professionalism and training. And I, I you know, I love learning. I'd probably be on courses all the time if, if I could. But a lot of them can be very extensive, very long. And I think once you, you know, get past the university stage, you've got to think very carefully, what do I need to take that's actually going to affect me and help me to take my business forward and my life? And, and what would I like to take? And then kind of shift those two. Because there are people that are eternal learners, yes. lots and lots of certificates, but still not really making the money or growing the business or living the life that they want. Having too much of that. I guess there can be too much of that, that's like you right. say. Mm. That, that's, that's absolutely right. I, in the last 14 years, I certified hundreds upon hundreds of people and I cannot tell in NLP and I cannot tell you how 
what a percentage, good percentage of those came in because they felt they haven't got enough. Mm-hmm. They haven't got enough of of skills so they just needed that another certificate and that's what we actually had to work on because there is no amount of knowledge or certificate that will get you ready to do your best work we've yeah. got to make ourselves ready it's a decision right yeah and that's a very important thing to teach while you're actually teaching that as well because it's the same with coach training a lot of people that i went through my coach training with haven't created businesses and haven't done anything with it uh, and might be looking for for the next thing because not everybody's got that kind of business mind to be able to translate what you've learned into something really useful for others and yourself and that's quite right so when we for somebody brand new who wants to consider changing career so so let's say they want to be go into coaching or anything like that they won't tell us that you need to actually two parts of education. One is the skill. Yeah. The other one is business. Yes. And, and we, they don't often come together no, like no. that enough. And mm. We often think, and that's actually what I thought as well. Oh, I just get myself certified. So the skill will be sorted. And what I did then, I resigned from the job. Uh, I got myself trained to the highest level of NLP. Um, so became a certified trainer. Um, resigned from the job, sold my house, sold my car and anything that I had so I could fund this. And naively, I got a website built and I thought, I'm in business now. This is it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this is it. That's right. So uh, I just like many learned the hard way that, that is actually there is more to it than having a skill to make it successful so much more and i think you know for instance when i did my my nlp practitioner there's enough tools in there for you to be going for a lifetime you know so any kind of mastery so master practitioner and beyond i personally think that should be done quite a gap after you've done that because there is so much and i thought all of this where do i even start where do i which bit do i you know how much there is in nlp So I just started and I started using testing the tools of communication, finding out which parts worked for me with my clients landed up very much in the communication model section. So I don't do a lot of timeline therapy. That stuff is not quite for me Mm -hmm. and found which bits worked. And it's a constant learning piece. You can put it into every single conversation that you have every single session and, and there's more than enough to be getting on with. So, you know, I haven't done my master practitioner yet and I would love to, but I know that's, that's more mastery and that's great. But I don't think, think when I get that, Oh, now everything's going to get really good because people are going to yes. know I'm a master prac. And actually people don't even know what that means anyway. What they know is the outcome, the effects, the results, and, and that's what they're buying. So um, it's really interesting on, on that front as well. So, but you've, you've trained to the highest level, you've certified, you know, hundreds and thousands probably of women in NLP. And once you've done this and you're at this stage, you hit a bit of a block, didn't you? So the things were going well. Things were going well. (laughs) Finally, we could take a family holidays. I started family in the meantime. And then um, I went into a very unhealthy business partnership. Now, it was, uh, I'm well beyond the stage of blaming someone. Sure. uh, But it, uh, uh, thanks to that person, 
I uh, managed to lose that business and everything to do with it very rapidly in a matter of months. So uh, client database gone, website gone, social media presence gone, savings gone, all everything gone. And with it, my sense of identity. Oh, so it I was, pain. <laughs> uh, yes, it was, um, it was a huge earthquake in my life and what many call the dark night of the soul because mm. uh, I had to really find myself again. Who am I without a successful business? Mm. And, and I guess uh, there was a lot of, there's a lot of personal and emotional issues around that, oh, isn't there? Because you, I mean, not to dig into it, but did you see it coming? I mean, when we can look with hindsight, we're very wise, but did you see that coming or was no, it a big shock? I got manipulated like a child. And I, you know, I was trained off NLP and you, you know how angry I was and ashamed with myself that I actually allowed it to happen. How could I not see it? But of course, that's not what you were looking at though, was it? You right, were looking exactly. at the positives, if never, the good that's things. That's right. Mm. If you've never experienced it before, you don't know it's happening to you. So, uh, no, it's all a learning and it's a, painful ones and if we ever get taken advantage of or we perceive we've been taken advantage of and sometimes we have it's it's all a learning for us because some people Lenka would go through the rest of their lives being angry about that and not pick themselves up and not get back on track and, and blame it all and get totally stuck in that space wouldn't they and it would be so easy to do rolling around in it but you know the great thing about you is that you didn't and like you say it's not like oh pick myself up off we go the dark night of the soul. I mean, that sounds troubling deep. And we've been in, we've all been in those places for various reasons where we think, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this or go forward or feel lost. Yes. And you're right. And even though it felt never ending that period, it was a good part of two, even more, you know, two years for sure when it was a solid struggle, emotional struggle, financial struggle, trying to rebuild myself, feeling like I'm doing everything I can to rebuild the business, uh, struggling with my confidence. So it was a, it felt like never ending struggle, tough time. But it was also, if you like making of my seven figure business, I can yeah. honestly, absolutely say that. And you can say business. that now because I you look back, now. but these times. Back then, yes. Back then. How I did just, you do it? How I did you pull yourself through? So first I had to go off. I went through what I now call is a cycle. And we can go through this cycle of different levels. I call it levels of consciousness or mentality. We can call it what you like. And we can go through it. It can take us a whole life. We can go through it in a matter of several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, all, we can all relate to it. So I, I first I had to let go of the victim mentality because for a while... I was in absolute anger. Excuse my language. How did Buster, if it wasn't for him, this wouldn't happen to me. And I was angry and scared to start with. It's natural, isn't it? Mm. It's natural. And the only way how I could find the relief was actually admitting that I'm a victim and I could have been anyone. And I was in a way. So that was the only thing that actually gave me some level of relief. So it's natural, uh, but we cannot stay there. We no. cannot stay there because nothing, can, nothing meaningful can be created from it. So uh, luckily, I remember like it was today, a friend of mine, when I was, uh, once I was moaning to her, maybe for 10th or 20th time. <laughs> <laughs> like we do. <laughs> like we do. She told me, Lenka, are you, aren't you tired of this story? 
you realize that you made it happen anyway, right? So that's just what I good need. Friend. Good, good friend, good mm. friend, good friend. And uh, I started to take, okay, fine. I didn't like that person. I didn't like the experience, but it was me who created it. And everything that, that we create, even if you don't like, happens for a specific reason and it ha happens for a specific purpose. So the reason is something that we can learn from, something to do with past. Mm. My specific reason was that uh, I, as I was so absorbed in training and coaching others, I didn't do my own internal work. So mm. I forgot about I came second. So I had lots of actually unresolved fears in back of my mind. What if I lose it all? What if this happens? Money fears, which of course I kind of manifested. You had that kind of experience, you know, we go back to, you know, what if I only ever have 750 again, £7.50 and it goes exactly. and I have to do that kind of job again. And what if, what if, what if? And so those are your, your triggers and your, your, like you say, your, your money story around that. But also it's really interesting that you say when we're training others and coaching others, it's sometimes easy to forget about mm -hmm. ourselves because, you know, with all of the story you were telling and telling to your friend and going round and round in circles, all the NLP training should have kicked in and said, hold on, Lenka. <laughs> let's use these tools on right. myself but of course it doesn't and and that's a real revelation sometimes and it's a sign of growth isn't it as well we need it was your friend it could be a coach a mentor someone just says to you hey really you're creating Absolutely. this this is your responsibility and at first we're all like what it's not my fault but but those tools that's where they come into play and we always have to keep using them for ourselves we, we've got so much as, as nlp practitioners yourself as a trainer um, and it's funny sometimes how we could, that can happen, isn't it? That's right. That's right. So, yes, yeah, so that was the reason. So that's a powerful learning there. And plus, plus, of course, I didn't have a well-developed sense of worth just yet because right. yeah. uh, I believe that to get my business to the next level, and that's how that business partnership started, uh, I need someone else to help me and step in that I'm not able to do that myself so it ended up in disaster. So those were the two uh, reasons, if you like, but mm. I had to take those learnings and apply them without powerful self-worth and without putting ourselves first in terms of the development, we can never reach our potential, right? Business and I, potential I think that's otherwise. for a lot of women, especially. Um, and that's why the NLP is so powerful in, in the work that you, you do and that I do is that, it helps them to realize because it all comes down, doesn't it? To fear mm, uh, and right. self-worth and then all those yes. past patterns and triggers. I have to ask you, it, it, just in the middle of this, um, your father, when you did your runner, what yes. happened? I mean, did he come after you? Well, uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was supposed to be temporary to start with. Okay. And you know how it happens from temporary. Right, yeah. so, uh, I'm very blessed that through actually NLP and my, training uh we healed the relationship we had so we have oh that's a good yeah. relationship now yes yeah. so i think i'm forgiven <laughs> by yeah. now oh, I'm, I'm sure that you're forgiven you're such a great <laughs> but successful. he wasn't very pleased back then <laughs> no so, exactly and, and i didn't go to uni either i did a bit of a bunk not quite in the same way uh hopped to california and my right. mom wasn't too happy either um <laughs> so interesting those patterns so after the disaster that you had with that business partnership and that, that difficult period of time, when did it start to change? Because I know that in the article it talks about you were do, you were doing everything, you were trying to yes. pick yourself up, you were doing 
this, that, the other, all the things you do, but it wasn't really working. And this is nope. the interesting part that I want to get to where you have that shift. So mm-hmm. sometimes we do things, we're like, well, I know how to do it, and, and, but it's not happening. So t- tell right. us about that bit, Lenka. Yes, I will. And I'll finish my previous thought how I went through those stages because it leads to this. Okay, so great. first, I had to let go of that victim mentality altogether. That's where we can get stuck in mm. sometimes. What do then we do? Yes, I can do it, do it myself. We pull our sleeves up yes. <laughs> and we work. So I worked, believe me, Teresa. I worked endless hours, endless hours a day, as we, many of us do. So this is what I call buy me consciousnesses. I'm going to make it happen. And mm. interpersonal development industry is based on that. And this is when I was so tired because no, it seemed like no matter what I do, uh, the clients were barely trickling, trickling. There was no, no momentum whatsoever. And I was still struggling financially and still that big dream of <laughs> was just inside. So here is that that moment came and it was random, but surely it happened by design. It was one sunny day and I was uh, sunbathing, relaxing a little bit in the garden, but of course still thinking mm. how how, what does it take to make this work? And how, how do I even call myself? I didn't even have branding sorted. And a question occurred to me. And that question was, um, excuse my language, but I'll say it is exactly as that question was. Well, if, if I didn't give a shit what other people thought of me, and if I didn't give a shit whether this will work out or not, what would I want to do? Brilliant question. Love that question. Wow. You know, you know what happened? The next millisecond, I got all my answers I was searching for years at this point. I got my branding, branding message, uh, the program, pricing for that first program. And of course, the biggest one was that you've got to come out of your spiritual closet, woman. Uh, because up till that point, I was trying to build my brand. Uh, and everything else by fitting in the boxes as I want to be taken as um, as credible woman. I want to be taken seriously. Mm. I, I cared a little too much what other people thought. And that was holding you back. And that was which is a common back. story, right? For That's for right. all of us, for women in business, and at any point, that question. Just going back to your question that you know occurred to you, which is a great coaching question. What if I didn't care what anyone thought? what if I didn't care that it if it failed was it what what would I do next and then it's almost like you just feel that free flow of energy absolutely almost I can feel it with you like that comes in and you just think you know this is it let's get on with it because it it removes doesn't it that block of fear of what other people think because They don't really care anyway. We're the only ones that will suffer with that thinking. That's right. We get out of our mind Mm. and into what I call the higher mind. Yeah. So this is when the intuition can start working and we just know know, what what the potential is out of our mind. And that was the really first experience of it. I got it just like that. So I followed through. I really, uh, I uh, uh, still went at the time, was going to the networking events and was doing some free speaking gigs. And the the program that was, that came to me was, um, I can't remember the exact name, but it was a six months online mastermind for women in business, but with very much spiritually based as well. 
which was as far out of my comfort zone as it could possibly get. <laughs> really? Yeah. And use the word spirituality. But, but you were using your intuition. You were going with the flow. Like you right. said in the article, even if it seemed uncomfortable or like it didn't make sense, is that the piece you're talking about there yes. where you wanted to introduce this, the spiritual? That's right. And I remember right. how when I said that, you know, this is going to be the, the business, but also with a big element of spirituality, we're going to merge those two. And women's eyes just lit up. And I filled that, that program in two weeks. It mm. was so easy. It Amazing. was so easy. But it was the, my first experience of, or, or after a very long time, of that third stage of consciousness. So victim mentality to me. Then I went through the by me, doing, doing, doing. And this is flow. Mm. Flow mm. as through me. So when we get those ideas flowing through us, from whatever you can call it what you like i call it higher mind right yeah exactly uh, and that is what made all the difference for me and the future of my business to trust in it more and more to apply it more and more and just go with it and constantly listening what else is there it's incredible so and, and i love that as well and i'm sure that you know anyone listening is kind of applying that to themselves and thinking about, you know, if they've ever felt the victim mentality and whatever that means to them, you know, and then the kind of workhorse element, you know, where it's all just done by me. And that's the part where you're at such high risk from burnout, from exhaustion, mm -hmm. your mental health, your well-being, and pretty much you're the last on the list. Yeah. It's kind of that stage, mm -hmm. isn't it? And then you get to that stage where it's like you say, coming through me in the flow and I think what's really interesting about this conversation is that I hope that it maps out to people that these really are stages. And like you say, they can be quick sometimes, some, some shifts, but people think about getting in flow, but you can't really go from the victim mentality to being in flow. <laughs> so you've got right. some stuff in between. And this is why we need our sort of mentors and our friends and our confidants, uh, peers, groups to help us because we learn from each other too, don't we? Absolutely. And it's, we can also fall back into this uh, different stages. Anytime. It's like loops, thinking isn't anytime. It? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so much more powerful to help somebody who can see for us because when we're in our body, we're associated with we, yeah. our mind, we can have incredible skills, but we're still in our mind. And this is the stuck piece, isn't it? That's that we right. talk about as coaches. And also I think when you get to a level where you're going to grow again, personally, spiritually emotionally um, and in business that's the point where you can fall back into those loops mm -hmm. you're challenging yourself once again to come out of your cognitive thinking in your mind and get into more of your kind of heart and soul and a lot of people don't trust that they, they don't trust themselves um, and I, I had a client once who is very very in her head and everything was very cognitive mm -hmm. so I went with her for quite a long time on that and then I introduced a little bit more of like trust yes. and sort of going with your heart. And she literally recoiled and went, oh, what do you mean? I can't possibly make decisions with my heart. And why would anyone do that in business? And we investigated it. And it turned out to be that she didn't trust herself. She didn't believe that she could be trusted. She didn't trust herself. Always needed that outsourcing. So it unearthed another limiting belief um, but it, because it was a difficult zone for her, you can't just switch people from this to that. So it has to be very, very gentle, but it made me realize, um, at that point as well, how many people, um, women that I'd work with that just don't trust their own 
gut and that's why they're always saying what do you think who can do this what about this what about that and then you get stuck all out there and you can't get back to yourself this gives me goosebumps this is exactly it uh, because it also took your client from reactive way of doing mm. the business as in show me the formulas let me know you know let's let's do the market research yes to creative way which is coming mm. from the heart and this is i believe that will become limitless when it mm. when we work more creatively from within as like cracking something yes. open isn't it mm. absolutely one of my favorite questions is when um, when i'm going to create a new program or when my, my clients are going to pre- create the program if i could create anything what would i want to create without looking anywhere else what other coaches are doing what what is uh, on trend right now yeah <laughs> indeed but just from your heart what do you what would just, you love to, right. to share and do yeah that's right yeah and that typically is the most potent way to to sell to market uh, to serve mm, because it's authentic isn't it so yes. you know when we talk about selling, I mean, people sort of instantly tighten up and think, oh, I can't possibly. And they imagine this shoulder padded 80 cells and they suddenly got to be calm and it's nothing right. to like them, especially women. And of course, it's nothing like that, because when you know what you're doing and why you're doing it and it, you are leading that way, it, it's really I mean, obviously, there is a skill to it as a process that there is a process. It is a psychological process, a journey. Yes. So when you've got that mapped out underneath and understand it, you can put your, your whole self on top of it and be completely normal, not strange or pushy in, in any way. And I think that's what's lovely about, you know, again, what you do with the combining learning that trust within yourself, first of all. And these are all steps. You know, I love steps. I'm very incremental in the way that, that I work. I don't like to be pushed massively out of my comfort zone with a big, you know, uh, movement. I like to just do it incrementally. Right. Sometimes I'm a little too incremental and I need a bit of a kick, you know, it's like go there. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's caution, you know, and the thing is when you're building a business and like you said, back when you had, you know, your family and you're, you're struggling, you've, you've got to make decisions that you can trust. Okay. So that's where knowing your values come in, comes in a big part of NLP as well. So that's amazing, Lenka. So you, you, you know, you got through all of that and then things started to really rock and roll, right? And the rest is history. <laughs> Gradually and then very rapidly. And yes, yeah. there is, you know, I'm very blessed now and still doing my best to do what I teach. Not always easy yeah. <laughs> and grow and grow the impact. So do you feel that you have reached your potential in terms and your dream that you had when you came to, to make change and impact? Do you, do you feel that now? From that point of view, and yes, and far more. I couldn't envision um, what I'm living now. I'm so blessed and grateful. Uh, that, was, that, that was way out of my you know, even way of thinking. But of course I didn't fulfill my potential like we, no. we never do that quite oh look, here i am completely fulfilled that's right. like it's like a that's little flag right. <laughs> what's, You've done what's it. Next? yeah exactly right. but that's what's lovely is that you know you knew you wanted to make change but like you've just said you couldn't imagine what was out of that sphere because we mm-hmm. can only see actually we can't see very far at all. We can't see anything. We're only right here, right now. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of my day. You know, That's I've got right. a rough idea. I know in my diary schedule wise, but I don't know where it will take me, you know, the different shifts. And I learn from everything I do, even the podcast with you this morning, what I will do later during the day. But sometimes you get to the end of the day, you think, wow, 
I didn't know today was going to be like that. Or you might think, oh God, I didn't know today was going to be like that. So really we can't see anything. So the fact of the matter is that everyone has potential. Well, everyone has potential, of course, but you can fulfill it and beyond. So it, you know, what I've realized since I came into the online space is how many people truly, really do limit themselves and have themselves in a tiny, tiny little box and don't even want to get into the next medium box just think that they can't you know and I've experienced different challenges triggers and, sh and shifts in my time in the online space which is a powerful but quite unusual space sometimes which can be quite overwhelming and can feel very small I think because of the way that we view it on our phones it can feel quite crammed and, and it's not like that in real life so mm. it's definitely a space to adapt to but it's got so much potential again for women to grow their businesses, to really find the help that they need and to, to really move forward with their lives because we're only here, well, as far as I know, we're only here once um, and we have to make the most of it. So what if we didn't care? You know, what right. a great question to kind of wrap up with. If, if you ladies are listening, what if you didn't care about what anybody thought? What would you do? Answer the question yourself. Go and do it now. Get a cup of tea and answer it because Lenka is so on point there and she's living proof of it. So Lenka, where can you be found and mm -hmm. where can people um, find out more about you mm -hmm. and your work? So perhaps the best way to find out more about my work is to read my book, Energetic yes, Selling and book. Marketing, which is available on Amazon. Uh, and uh, I'm on a, I'm a Facebook fan. <laughs> of course, yeah. I have a website, lankalutonska.com, yeah. but I'm a Facebook fan and I have a group, uh, Freaking Amazing Women. Yeah. So I'm in your group. I'm, it's a great group. Uh, so ladies, come you. join that group if you're listening. Um, I think you've got maybe 10,000 people in there, right? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's wonderful. And it's lovely to talk to you today and find out a little bit more. And thank you for sharing your story and being open because I think you know, when people see all the kind of glitz and the projection and the beautiful photographs, and I was just complimenting you on your, you know, your, your back work and, and how it all, all looks uh, before the podcast, people sit and they're at their desk or they're somewhere maybe right at the beginning and they think, oh, I will never get there. Mm -hmm. You know, look at her, you know, she's amazing and she's making all this money. How am I going to get there? And that leap is just too big. So just remember when you listen to someone like Lenka and you remember when she, she came over on a punt and, and with a wish and remember when she worked at McDonald's for years, you know, working her way up and, and remember when she went through the bad times as well. She didn't just suddenly land in the zone of the seven figure successful superwoman and nobody can do that so there's a journey and there's people there to help you so anyone listening just please remember that it's so easy to forget that and, and just sort of you know think everything's magical of course and it's not because real life is not but it can be <laughs> so thank you so much Lenko I've absolutely loved talking to you we talk for hours you're hugely welcome Teresa I absolutely loved it too I, and you're quite right I think we could talk yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to put this podcast out and um, for those of you that have listened to it now thank you for listening tuning and I hope it's been you know of huge value um, and I will speak to you all again very soon so we'll say goodbye from coach now and thanks again Lenka you can read coach magazine for free online every quarter just subscribe at coach-magazine.com and receive it direct to your inbox you can order print copies, book a directory listing, find us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram.